This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. I'm here with Ed Cannon, who's the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company, FEBC. Ed, good to see you again. You're in La Mirada, California at our headquarters. I'm in Chicago, but uh, we can pull this off, I think. It's wonderful. Technology is a real blessing. And we have the privilege today to have with us our special guest, yeah, Jonathan Mortiz, who... Right. Let me just share just a little bit about Jonathan, if I could. Mm-hmm. Jonathan grew up in the Philippines, came to work for FEBC, and he was working for the Philippines. Then he's come to the United States. We've sent him all around the world. Well, I'm stepping into his story here a little bit, but uh, <laughs> now Jonathan's living here in California, but his real job is pretty much serving the Thai ministry for FEBC. Welcome to the studio today, Jonathan. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Ed. Thanks, Wayne. It's it's really a joy for me to be here. Um it's exciting. I've been helping you one way or the other on uh, producing this um, program and also FEBC Today. But now, yeah, you will you will hear from me. Yeah, a little inside story for our listeners, Ed. If you hear us on radio, very often we share listener testimonies that come in through letters and emails. If it comes from a place like the Philippines or from Thailand or maybe a few other countries as well, it's Jonathan's voice that you hear reading those listener letters. So they probably recognize his voice, don't they? Yes, right. Well, Thank you, yeah, Jonathan. That's right. Thank you. Thanks for for that privilege. <laughs> Honestly, it's really my my honor to be here. And and I love the fact that this podcast allows us the opportunity to meet some of the FEBC staff. There's such fine people all over the world, hundreds of them, and we'll be able to focus on some of them as uh, as real people here on the podcast. So I look forward to that. Well, we get to go a little bit deeper, too, with the kind of experiences that these FEBC staff have, which are not the kind of things you can read about in newspapers here in America or here on the news, because they're really touching personal stories of involvement with listeners, with local cultures, with local staffs, and hear the kind of thing that we don't otherwise get an opportunity to be revealed to us. So I know Jonathan could spend hours telling us about his experience, not only in the Philippines, but in Thailand. So I'm going to quit talking and let him share a little bit with us about what he's currently doing right now and and where that has taken him most recently. Jonathan? Well, I was invited by the leadership of, of FEBC International to, to assist our our ministry in, in Thailand. Um, a couple of years ago, and my wife and I moved to Thailand in 2019 uh, to help and assist our our leadership there, because there was a transition happening. And Ed is uh, very much aware of this. Ed was the one who who told me, uh, "Yeah, let's let's go and uh, let's let's assist uh, the ministry of Thailand, especially during during that transition." So we we came. We went there in in 2019. Um, my my heart's desire, and I've been involved with them with the ministry for for many many years. I was involved in the Philippines for ten years, and then we moved here in the U.S. '97. Uh, missions is so well uh, deep uh, seated in my heart. Um, I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. I've 
I've been involved with with ministry all throughout my life, and that's that's became my passion. And one other passion of uh, what I do is on, on the music side as well. So the ministry of of, of music. So back in the Philippines, I, I headed the, the music department of our, our ministry, uh, Papuri, which means praise. So I'm very much involved with that. So if you're going to ask me, what's, what's the two things that floats your boat? You know, <laughs> one is worship, and the other one is missions. Hmm. And uh, when I was asked to be involved in, in Thailand, and I always say, Lord, uh, this is an opportunity for for me to express and 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 share and be involved in in the missions because Thailand is very very uh, minimal in mm. in their I mean the Christianity. Yeah, it's so interesting to talk to you, Jonathan. And I'm so glad that uh, we get a chance to because you represent so many people on the FEBC staff. We just make yourself available. What God, where where can you use me the best? And I appreciate that about you. I really do. But since we have you here, and since you had that time in Thailand personally, and still uh, work with the ministry in Thailand, Ed, let's use this opportunity to learn about this country. It may surprise some people that uh, Thailand has an amazing FEBC uh, ministry there. Yeah, why don't you explain a little bit, Jonathan, about what FEBC does, how we broadcast, how large the operation is, and and, and how effective it actually is. Well, the Ministry of Thailand is uh, has been there for, for many years. Um, however, we are continuing our, our ministry because uh, Christianity there, or evangelical Christianity, is 0.65% uh, only. And... That's We'd 0.65, like, yeah, not 65%. Less than 1%, yeah. So our very presence there is very, very important. We are in 33 radio stations in Thailand, and um, we cater to different age groups. We have areas that we focus on, like like the Izan, These this is the northeast region. So different regions, they have their own different culture, and context. So we we cater to that. We look for opportunities to reach out and talk to talk to them in their own in their own context. So we are we are in thirty three stations. And uh, on an additional to that is we have a wonderful ministry for for the ethnic ministry. Jonathan, could you explain to our listeners a little bit what the term ethnic ministry means? Because we throw that word around here at FEBC all the time, but I think many of our listeners wouldn't appreciate really what that means. Well, the ethnic ministries is really focused on the people groups in that area, in that region, uh, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, Myanmar, Laos, and, you know, that those that area because uh, there are lots of people groups that have been uh, living there when there was no border. So they live in the mountains, most of them in, in the mountains. However, when the border were, were placed, uh, they were separated. But these people groups speak the same language they keep their language, they keep their culture, they keep their religion in a way. But now we are reaching them because they are in areas that are um, that we cannot easily go into. 
and we reach them by speaking their language? How does that work? Oh, we have so many believers now who live in Thailand, and we are uh they've they've gone through bible trainings they are uh discipled and uh, and they are well ready to preach the gospel to their own people hmm. i think the last time i had the privilege jonathan to travel with you to thailand before the covid hit we had the ethnic minority broadcasters gathering and I can't remember the exact number. Was it 16 or 18 different ethnic minority groups and their languages represented there? So these are small groups of people that speak a language like the Shan or Tai Lu or Mian. And that people group becomes a, a broadcast opportunity for FEBC when we have people in that language broadcasting the truth and delivering it on all different forms of platforms. Which is exciting. We have 17 um, language people groups, and we had that ethnic gathering. There were about 70 people that came, and this mm. was the first time that we had this this ethnic gathering. Uh, a practice for us of, you know, for us to uh, change um, systems or change things that we have learned and we have to pass it on. So it was a great, tremendous blessing. Jonathan, tell me about the programming. What is it like? Is it preaching all the time? What is necessary to uh, reach people? Well, the great thing with um, with programming or radio is we we are very creative. So there are different needs that we we approach. So um, we we have programs for for women. We have programs for for youth. We have programs particularly for for the uh, region. And with that, we keep, we share to them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Interesting. Now, Ed, you've told me, as you've spent some time in Thailand and other fields as well, that a distinctive of the FEBC broadcaster is that they don't just do what they do in the studio. They like to get out among listeners. Uh, Jonathan, is that true in Thailand? Are, are the staff members personally involved in people's lives? We always say that uh, the programming itself is 50%, but the other 50% is the follow-up. A great ministry of FEBC Thailand is follow-up. So we, we have a phone assigned uh, for, for our listeners, and they can call 24-7, and from there we can share uh, clearly the gospel of uh, gospel of Christ. And for the listeners rally, we always have a listeners rally. We we always go out and schedule uh for for our team to visit our our listeners. Hmm. And not not only on the listeners rally because the listeners rally is a big big group, we also reach out to uh one-on-one -on -one, uh those who are in need so we we go to their place and we pray for them. Jonathan's being very humble here. I've witnessed the staff. They'll, they'll be in the office doing broadcasting all day. The financial people are doing the finances. And they'll all gather together on many evenings during the week uh, and actually travel to some of the cities where we have uh, the radios. And in many cases, it's an overnight trip. They're gone overnight. And they'll tell the listeners on the radio that we're going to have a gathering in such and such a city and we'll go there. 
and we call the listeners together and they join and they gather and we produce worship music and speak to them about the gospel, hand out radios, hand out tracks, pray with them one-on-one. And this is a continuing effort of the ministry there. They work so hard. So they work all day long in the studio Mm. and in the office and then spend their evenings reaching out to the local people so that the radio is effective. They get to know the broadcasters. They become part of the family. And that's how the, the ministry there in Thailand has become so very effective. Yeah, I really appreciate that, Jonathan. Thank you. Wayne, I had the opportunity of uh, joining the team uh, at the Listener's Rally last year um, in December. And uh, it was a, an amazing experience that it was in the southern part of the of the place. It's Nakonsi Tamarat and lots of Muslims in that area. One experience we had is there's a local church there. Uh, we, FEBC always partners with, with the local church. So when we visited that area, there were about 300, 400 people came and it's Christmas. So we can share the Christmas story. And then our um, program director shared the gospel clearly. Hmm. And um, she asked for prayer for acceptance and there's this gentleman on the motorbike on the side actually i was just <laughs> looking at him and he raised his arm and oh. said uh, you know and he was he was accepting the lord <laughs> so those kinds of opportunities uh, wonderful meeting our listeners face to face yeah you know i can i add just a little bit to jonathan's story he mentioned our program director uh, i've met her many times what a dedicated servant of jesus christ she was born with birth defect, and both of her legs are not functioning very well. But in Thailand, unlike in America, there's very little um, facilities making it available for handicapped people to have access. Her her studio is on the third floor of a building, and she is so committed to her broadcasts that every day she crawls up the stairs backwards because mm. there's mm. no other way to get to her studio. Oh. And I've heard her say, I preach sermons all day long because she's so committed to getting the mm. gospel out to people in Thailand in their native language so that they too can become followers of Jesus Christ. Oh, what a challenge to her own hearts, huh? Well, Jonathan, thank you. I, I just have to ask you, though, um, when you look back on your life growing up in the Philippines and uh, you know, a pastor's kid, uh, you must see how God prepared you for the assignment, not just this assignment, but the assignments that uh, have come your way to just serve Christ through FEBC. You must see the connection there. Truly, um, this is my first job after finishing my Bible college. I applied to FEBC, praise God, they took me in, and then I'm still with FEBC because I believe in what we are doing. Yeah, and I have to use Jonathan's own favorite term that he says to me all the time. It's our joy, Jonathan, to have you such a long-standing employee of FEBC and ministering to so many millions of people around the earth. Thanks very much. Thank you, brother. Great to talk with you today here on Until All Have Heard. And Ed, great to talk with you here on the podcast. Uh, I want to mention to our listeners 
that when you go to Apple Podcasts and other platforms as well, if you'll leave a review of this podcast, that really helps uh, attract new listeners and pass the word around to other friends and neighbors about the fact that FEBC has some of these inside stories to tell through the podcast and tell them how they can hear it on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Spotify, many podcast platforms. Look for Until All Have Heard. I guess that wraps it up, Ed. Thank you. I want to thank you too, Wayne, and our producer, Joe Carlson, behind yes, the sir. scenes. Yep. It's a privilege serving with all of you guys on this podcast and our radio program, FEBC Today. That's it for Until All Have Heard, a ministry of the Far East Broadcasting Company. More at febc.org.